0: Welcome to Clevercast, a short-form podcast by Jonathan Lacour. You can find me on the web at cleverdevil.io. In 2014, John Bellamy Foster and Robert McChesney coined the term "surveillance capitalism" in an issue of Monthly Review. According to Wikipedia, surveillance capitalism is "quote a new genus of capitalism that monetizes data acquired through surveillance." These days, surveillance capitalism is everywhere. But the biggest benefactors are really Facebook and Google. Their businesses are only sustainable as a result of ads. As a result, they're obsessed with data collection and aggregation. Facebook has been in hot water over the last few weeks after the revelation that Cambridge Analytica had leveraged the Facebook platform to gain access to the personal information of millions of people. I have to admit, I'm not at all surprised by the news. After all, Facebook's business model fundamentally depends on mining people's personal data and then selling it to the highest bidder. When I hear people talk about fixing Facebook, I'm puzzled. How can you fix Facebook without completely altering its business model? Earlier this year, frustrated with the ever-growing influence of Facebook and its brand of surveillance capitalism, I became one of many people who made the decision to delete their Facebook accounts, but I didn't just want to export my data and delete my account. I wanted to maintain my presence on the social web. I wanted to have a place for my friends and family to follow along with my life. So I decided to make an effort to migrate all of my Facebook data to my own website. And as of early March, I've been successful. How did I do it? Well, unfortunately, the process was quite manual, involving lots of custom code. But it's certainly achievable for anyone with programming experience. I've written up the entire process in a detailed blog post, including links to the code that I wrote to make it possible, and I'll include a link to the post in the show notes, but let's talk it through. First, I found an open source project called FB Export on GitHub. FB Export is a series of Node.js scripts that use the Facebook Graph API to pull most of your data out of Facebook and dump it into structured data formats. Once I had downloaded all of my data using FB Export, I wrote a little script that converted the exported data into the standard microformats to JSON format using Ryan Barrett's excellent Granary project. This allowed me to then easily publish the liberated data to my website using Micropub, which is an open publishing standard supported by many web publishing systems, including blog. I had a little bit more work to do to clean up photo albums for publishing, but another Python or two, and I had successfully migrated those as well. While I was at it, I also decided to move my Instagram content. After all, Instagram is owned by Facebook. Aaron Parecki's excellent Own Your Gram service is a great way to automatically syndicate new Instagram content to your own website, but it doesn't currently have a way to backfill your old content. I used an open-source project called InstaLooter to download all of my photos, and then I used Granary again to fetch metadata about the photos, including the publishing date and any caption content. Again, I published that data to my website via Micropub. And with that, I was done. I had freed myself from Facebook. So what did that buy me? Well, I have all my data on my own site now, and while it's out there on the internet for anyone to browse, I am now in control. My site has a feature where I can mark content as private, so if there's anything that I want to keep out of the public eye, it's pretty easy to do that. That being said, there were a few features of Facebook that I knew I'd miss, and I built a few more enhancements to my website as a result. One thing that Facebook does quite well is surface memories. They have a feature called Memories on Facebook that puts items into your newsfeed from over the years. I built a feature for my website called On This Day to replace it. When I visit the On This Day page on my website, I am greeted with content from my site that was published on the current date over the years. It's really fun. Now that my website includes posts from Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my personal websites all the way back to 2002, I actually have an even better experience than what Facebook offered me before. The second feature I wanted to replace was the Facebook reading experience, or I guess I should say the discovery experience. My Facebook friends didn't have anything special to do to get updates from me before. They just used Facebook's newsfeed. Some of my friends and family do use RSS readers, and they can easily subscribe to my website, but most don't even know what RSS is. And for them, I created an email newsletter. Now, when I post content on my website, an email newsletter is automatically generated on a daily basis, and that goes out to subscribers, including all the content from the past 24 hours. This turned out to be pretty trivial to build, using MailChimp. They have a really great RSS to email feature, and now my parents get updates in their email box each morning. So that's a little bit about my journey to free myself from Facebook. There are still things I'd like to add to my website to fully replace Facebook in my life, but I have to say, being free from Facebook feels pretty great. But it makes me wonder, why aren't web publishing services offering an easy way for the average person to move their data from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter onto their own websites? Imagine if WordPress.com, Squarespace, or Micro.blog came out with a feature that would allow people to fully consolidate their home on the web and free themselves from these silos. I think that'd be pretty compelling. Until next time.